0: Welcome to Game On, the weekly football podcast bringing together seasoned professionals, the male star football writers, and a celebrity fan or two. I'm your host, Mark Pugac. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, and Google. And if you haven't already, why not sign up for the Daily Mail Plus briefing at mailplus.co.uk, where you can also watch Game On on video. Hello, I'm Mark Pugac. Welcome to Game On, the weekly football chat show from Mail Plus. So, Manchester City are into the semi finals of the Champions League, a step closer to that elusive quadruple. We'll talk about that in a second, and success for two teams in the Europa League as well. Joining us to discuss all this, we have Martin Samuel, the Daily Mail's chief sports writer, Alan McAnally, who played for Celtic, Bayern Munich, Aston Villa, and Scotland, and Franny Benali, the former Southampton fullback. Hello, everybody. I hope you're all well. Franny, welcome to our our Friday morning get-together. Thank you for joining us. Um, Alan, let's start with Arsenal last night. You sit down and watch Arsenal and literally anything could happen in the 90 minutes that follows, (laughs) doesn't it? You have no idea what they're going
1: to do. But you have to say that was very good Arsenal for 25 minutes and wrapped it all up. Sensational, Arsenal, Mark. They were really good. I started watching the game, funnily enough, and then decided after 25 minutes they had done the the job and kind of turned over and was flicking and watching the other three games. But... Uh, they had this. I think, to be fair, I think a lot of people were thinking. I think Slavia Prague will turn them over because nobody actually knew if you were going to get the the first that Arsenal in the first half an hour that puts the game to bed. And they were brilliant, and they basically put the game to bed. And to be honest, I'm not so much happy for Arsenal, but I'm delighted for Mikel Arteta because I like him and I think he's taking a bit of stick.
0: Uh, and Martin again, which is great for Gareth Southgate. You've got two young English kids, who absolutely. Mm. Leading that Arsenal team in many ways, aren't they? Um, Saka and Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe's feet for the Pepe goal were
2: just fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. That's that's the key to Arsenal, isn't it? That everything is about these young players. Um, some of the older players haven't always uh, performed for them. They you know let them down quite badly on occasions. Um, so he's got to work out which of those guys he can take with him. The young players are are pretty much where it's at. Uh, for them, and they've actually got uh, if, if you expand that group to Martinelli, if you think about uh Willock, who's on loan at Newcastle, uh, if you drag uh Chiantini into it, who's a little bit older, didn't come through the ranks, but he's still a young player, they've, they've got a good new nucleus at uh, Arsenal of you know six or seven. Very good young players. And that's what they should be building around.
3: What we are seeing as well from those youngsters, not just at Arsenal, but across other clubs at Chelsea and other sides, that's you're right, Macca, there's there's when you're, you're that youngster in the dressing room, you you don't say boo to a goose, do you? No, you know, oh. you keep your head down, you just listen to the senior pros. But where you can actually shine and show what you're all about is actually out on the pitch. And those youngsters have actually sort of taken the lead through their performances. They might be quiet on the training ground. They might be quiet in the dressing room. But they know they can go and stand out through their performances and how good they actually are.
0: Yeah, and I think, Martin, whatever happens to Arsenal, because let's face it, they've got to get past Villarreal and their friend Unai Emery. And Emery, excuse me, never loses knockout ties. And then quite possibly they have to beat Man United. I think this has ended, has it not, the debate about Arteta's job for now. Even if they don't win the Europa League, even if, even if they finish eighth, which is very likely.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, and also, you can't keep, you can't keep sacking managers. You can't keep getting rid of yeah. managers. You know, they, they've got a guy in who was a young manager. It was his first job in management. So if you give him two years, he wins the FA Cup in his first year, and then it, 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 it doesn't quite work for him in the second year, and you sack him. I mean, it, it's not really policy. Um, and I'm not saying they have got a policy because you know the, the signings would suggest that you know, and the contracts and things like that would suggest um, policy is not their strongest point. But you've got to give Arteta time to try to, to get uh, something absolutely. to work. Certainly, certainly when he's got let's keep banging on about it these young players, you've got to give him time to try to develop them. Now, obviously, there's something Martinelli isn't doing at the moment, and I, I don't know what it is, but there's something he's not doing that Arteta wants him to do. So you've got to give Arteta time to get that out of Martin Lee so mm. that he, he, he fits in more. Saka and uh, uh, Smith-Rowe mm-hmm. are obviously already doing, you know, whatever, you know, obviously playing the Arteta way, so to speak. So you, you've got to give that time to develop, certainly if you haven't got money. And Arsenal don't really want to spend a huge amount of money. Um, so it's not like they can make every, you know, they can get a... Uh, a top-level European coaching and make his dreams come true you know they can't so mm-hmm. this is what they've got and this is the, the, and, and stick with it and see where it takes them
0: Alan when you were flicking between the matches last night obviously Man United were you expected to go through they did comfortably what do you make yeah. of their semi-final with Roma obviously Smalling and Mkhitaryan against their old team will Roma give them will Roma run them close do you think or maybe even beat them
1: I thought Ajax were good last night, to be fair. And, and at one point, the, the thing was very much in the balance. Um, I thought Man United's result against AC Milan was probably one of the best results of the season, out with obviously beating their neighbours, Manchester City. Um, I can see them turning Roma over. I, I genuinely can. Defensively, they're okay, but I didn't think they were that good. I thought Ajax got to them pretty easily. And they're a very young team. They don't have a lot of experience in their Ajax at the moment. Um, so I'd be very, very hopeful. For Manchester United, it can turn Roma over. So Man
0: United be favourites to reach the final there. Could have, of course, an all-English final. We'll see what happens there. Now, let's go to the Champions League. Uh, Franny, how impressed were you by Manchester City? I think by their calmness, would that be the word to use after they went behind? They didn't panic in Dortmund,
3: did they? No, and it's, it's... You know I, I didn't get to experience European football personally throughout yeah. my career and, and, and maka would would, would tell you and you know, I guess in these sort of ties when you go into to sort of arenas and environments and okay the you know the supporters aren't there as, as would normally have a big impact and we've, we've seen now that's sort of impacted the Premier League here but uh, yeah on the European stage I think it, you're right using that sort of calmness not getting flustered uh, having uh, you know following a game plan even if it doesn't sort of go to exactly how you want it to start and just sort of staying in the game and we just know that they've got the tools within their setup and, and the experience within the side as well to to remain calm and stay in the game and uh, and, and you know get, get the job done and do what they needed to do so it' was, uh yeah and very very impressive and keeps them you know on on form for for the quadruple as, uh, as everyone is still talking about
0: well uh, martin we have to talk about the quadruple don't we because it's i'm not mm. saying it's very possible but it is Possible. That is the right word to use about it.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's very possible. Uh, they, they're two games away from it in the FA Cup, one game away from it in the League Cup, three games away from it in the Champions League. And I, I don't see anybody betting against them in the in the League. So it's, it's very possible. Um, it would be an incredible achievement. It, it really like, would, from where they were last <laughs> season from where they were last season, um, 20-odd be- points behind Liverpool to come back and then win all four. Um, I mean, I think, the, the you know, the, the Champions League is the hardest.
1: I, I didn't want to interrupt Martin there, Mark, because is he conceding that, that West Ham are not going to win the league in Man City have gone <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, mate, I'm not
2: convinced we've avoided relegation yet, so... <laughs> um. Well, Martin, yeah, talk, children, about,
3: talk about, you <laughs> know,
2: one Martin, more talk injury about the and we PSG. could be right in that mix, I tell you.
0: <laughs> Martin, talk about the PSG game, because that's going to be terrific for City
2: then. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's it, that's a great game. That, that's a uh, that's a one, you know, they, they're, a, they're a very good team, PSG. They got to the final last season. It's a matter of time, isn't it? If you've got that much money to, to, to throw at a project and to throw at great players, and if you can take Neymar out of Barcelona... Um, and you can take the best players in mm-hmm. France. a very, very strong football nation. So that is a matter of time before before they win the Champions League. Now whether it's this season, I, I'm not sure. City's defence is 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 has, has been excellent. Even even though they've ended up conceding in both legs against Borussia Dortmund and could have conceded more at, at home without that decision. Um, it's still very, very tight. Their numbers, uh, defensive numbers in, in Europe are quite incredible. I mean, not as incredible as Chelsea's. You've got to the semi-finals conceding two goals. Um, but they're, they're remarkable. So, um, yeah, I think it's very really interesting. And I think if, any, if there is a team that can keep PSG at bay, it's, it's Manchester City, which is a complete turnaround from what we saw um, last season.
3: Franny, that, Franny, why
0: does, why does no one give Neymar a break, Franny? Even when he plays well, we complain, we'll everyone complains it. about Neymar. No, <laughs> seriously, I feel a bit for the guy. You know, the World Cup, he was a bit histrionics and diving. And that diving Neymar we all hate. But when he plays well, people are still going, yeah, but Neymar, you know.
3: He's, he's a fabulous talent, isn't he? And, uh, you know, ability-wise, right up there with the with the best of him on his day. And uh, I, I guess that you've, you've just mentioned, that's what frustrates people and supporters and especially a, a certain type of player you know and I, I was that type myself that uh, you know when 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 players went to ground easy and made a, a complete meal of little contact and sometimes none at all uh, is is what I guess disappoints and frustrates a lot of people uh, in you know from a Neymar perspective but ability wise he's got you know the talent to, to to be a threat to any team and uh, you know, just following on from what Martin was saying, you know, what really adds to this mix of the, the semi-final is, uh, is, is throwing the, the Potticino mm. element into it as well, yeah. you know, just sort of coming up against Pot uh, Pep and, you know, first time they've sort of broke the, 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 the semi-final curse, if you like, first time in his four seasons. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a magnificent semi-final.
0: Yeah, it really is. But your old team, of course, are not going to be in it because of PSG. What happened, Al? What happened to Bayern?
1: Uh, first leg killed them. First leg killed them. Um, I've got to say, in terms of, if you think very quickly before I get on to that part, I think the pace of the, the the front three, the front four, actually, at PSG, was just a little bit too much. I mean, Bayern have pace defensively, but I think Man City will cope with it better. I think in Nicolas Sula, who's a big centre-back, and Jerome Boateng, they're not as quick as they were. They do have pace with Benjamin Pavard, but he was pushed on so far to try and make sure that Bayern had most of the possession, which they did in the first leg. And they had 31 shots, by the way. 31 shots, I think 15 on target. But could only score the two goals. And, of course, on the left-hand side, they have Alfonso Davis, didn't start the game, came on, and they played David Alaba. I would have presumed they would have played Alaba uh, next to one of the centre-backs. And they just couldn't handle them. They genuinely couldn't handle them in the first leg. And even in the second leg, to be honest, although they scored the goal and pressed and pressed, there was always that nagging feeling that they were going to get caught. And it was, just... I'm obviously disappointed for, for Hansi and, and the lads, but um, I think PSG over the two legs, certainly in the first leg, if you can go to Munich and score three goals, then you deserve to be at least there or thereabouts in the semi final. They'll be kicking themselves because they had real chances. And I suppose if you lose a player that scores 100 goals in five games, as Robin Lewandowski normally does, <laughs> it's going to hurt you and it hurt Bayern because they just lost a tiny little edge and it was too much for the likes of Müller and Coman and Sané and Kimmich to handle. And they didn't have Goretzky in the second leg either. Now, making excuses there, but PSU were very good. And you're right, the front two Mbappe and, uh, and Neymar were absolutely sensational.
0: So, Al, what's your reading of the tea leaves, of what's going on in Munich? Because Hansi Flick, having won the lot last year, doesn't seem to be yeah. very happy with what's going on at the level above him, the sporting director level. Mm.
1: Yeah, uh, the, the sporting director is a guy called Hasan Salihamidzic, uh, and he has made a few, um, let's just say he's thrown a couple of curveballs in, made a few, I think, uh, strange decisions in terms of communication with players and to Hansi directly. I, think, I don't think Hansi's not happy. I think he's frustrated, Mark. Um, I spoke to a couple of people on Monday that are very close to the football club, including a, a player I played with, with Hansi and the same team together. Um, and he seems to think that it's, it's run its course now. That's it. Um, and he wow. does think that there's an eventuality about Hansi ending up at the DFB, uh, where apparently already has had talks. So... So sorry, sorry um, just that's the German job. That's to succeed, Joachim sorry. It's, yeah. the, it's the German, yeah. German Federal Bundesliga. Yeah. So basically, it's the FA. The FA mm. The, the, mm. The, sorry, um, and um, and obviously, of course, he has already contact there, being the assistant manager to, to Joachim Löw, who obviously won the World Cup when it was in back in Brazil, etc. So there is obviously that 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 draw for him as well, and obviously a, a familiarity for, for Hansi within that for within that uh, that unit. But the Bayern thing, I think he almost thinks—not that he's done enough—but there's too many negativities round about the place now, and there's a lot of expectation at Bayern Munich. And Salihamidzic, I don't think has helped the situation. Now that might—that might resolve itself. It might just because he's spoken to someone else doesn't necessarily mean he's going to leave one of the biggest clubs in Europe. But there certainly seems to be at the moment in time an inevitability about it. Let's just—I'll so I'll just say that
0: part. And Franny sets it up with Chelsea, doesn't it? Because we know the West Brom result aside, and I think everyone's allowed an aberration. And that's the joy of our Premier League. And of course, particularly as Chelsea had a man sent off. Apart from that, Chelsea have been really good defensively. It's a fascinating semi-final, that one, Franny.
3: It will be. And I, I guess there's the, there's the romance that we could be faced with, uh, uh, you know, an all Premier League, Champions League final and an all Premier League, Europa League final. So, you know, mm. it, what, what's the odds mm. on that? I've, I've no idea. I mean, it's... there's, there's what a, happened a, a year jama- ago?
2: Happened yeah, two, two years, years ago, ago, finally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two course, years yeah. ago,
3: Liverpool, Spurs and Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah.
2: Chelsea yeah. Awesome. Right. What happened Arsenal, yeah. next was the European Super League proposal. Don't try. It's going to
3: set, you know, at any stage of the competition, when you've got some Premier League interest in these competitions, mm. up against the giants of Europe as well, it just makes these games so much more excitable and, and we're all looking forward to it. I can't wait to see how it pans out.
2: I'm sure all the fellas have noticed that there's, a, there's a, an English team in every single semi-final. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
2: You know, they, they, it's four teams and they've been spread across all the four yeah. matches. It's a remarkable achievement. It's what, it's what we used to look at Spain a few years ago and go, why can't we be more like Spain? Look, look at yeah. it, look at their success in yeah. Europe. Real Madrid always there. Barcelona always there. Atletico always there. And we're we getting to that now. We're getting to that stage again where... We are, you know, as is the league, as are the clubs to to fear in Europe.
0: And actually, Martin, if you think about it, what's even more amazing is that the two who aren't there are the two who are in the Champions League final. You've just mentioned it two years ago. So Liverpool and Tottenham are in the Champions League final aren't even in the semi-final, even of the Europa League in Tottenham's
2: case. Competition's great. Competition's great. If if you're looking at at one of the reasons, maybe, I I don't know, why Bayern Munich could find it difficult. One of the reasons why I'm convinced PSG have found it difficult in recent seasons is because you need competition in your domestic Mm. league. It's healthy. It keeps you hungry. You can't, you know, that's why the historic places idea is is so wrong because Mm. if you can finish seventh and qualify for the Champions League, what incentive is there to actually keep improving, to keep going forward, to keep raising your yeah. standards? Because you can let yeah. your standards drop completely and you still get all mm-hmm. the you still get all the gravy mm-hmm. at the end of the season. So I I think, you know, our, our league, the fact that you've got Leicester in the mix and that has disrupted that that the idea of that we've got a top six. Leicester have disrupted it this season, West Ham have disrupted it this season, you know, if we can avoid relegation. Um, and and um, I, it's it's fantastic because suddenly you're, you're faced with a possibility that this big six and we can't get two of them into that top four. There could be if West Ham could hold on to it, and I don't think they will. In, in all seriousness, I don't think they will. Um, but if they could, you would get a situation where four of the big six couldn't get into the Champions or couldn't finish, yeah. couldn't finish in the Champions League qualification places. Yeah. So what have they got to do next season? They've got to up their game, and and that's a fantastic thing for the competition.
0: Al, you were you were a bit unimpressed with Chelsea getting rid of Frank Lampard. Are you are you a bit more on Tuchel with with the impact he's had at Chelsea? No.
1: Yeah, I like Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a question of liking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Well, you've got to say, considering that I, I may have been in the majority of the decision uh, and the people want still wanting Frank to be there. You've got to say that Thomas has done an absolutely brilliant job. I mean, is it one defeat? I think it was and Is that particular one I think you mentioned, Mark, yeah. against West, West Brom, Brom yeah. when they man sent off as well. But in Europe, for whatever reason, I think they've looked imperiously good. And I mean really, really good. Better than the domestic form. <clears throat> um, and I don't know whether it's because, well, it probably is because, uh, Thomas has obviously a European experience within players he's played before, teams he's played before, and how to set them up. <clears throat> and listen, there is nothing you can say about Thomas Tuchel that shouldn't be positive because of the job he's done at Chelsea so far. Mm-hmm. And although we are now in the guts of a Champions League semi-final, as a lot of people think, whoa, I think Chelsea can win it now. If they're playing like that, they, mm-hmm. they might just win it. Mm-hmm. And, and and I honestly think they'll get to the final. And then it's a, it's a bit of a bun fight. Get to the final, anything can happen. But he's certainly done a fantastic job, must be said.
0: What are, your, what are your pals back in Germany saying about the impact he's had at Stamford Bridge? Well,
1: a little surprise, actually, he was given the opportunity so quickly after losing the PSG job. I don't think he's, he's seen as, like, the guru of, of German football, though he still has, you know, he's, he's recognised he's, he's done really well. But I, I think there's a little surprise in a lot of people that he's done so well, um, that uh, and, and also that he was given the opportunity so quickly um, to go to Chelsea, but listen—if he keeps doing the job he's doing, everybody's going to have to just you know bow when you walk past them because what he's done so far, um, there is no way that the majority of Chelsea fans are not delighted and are maybe just changing their minds that yeah maybe we needed to get mm-hmm. someone else in rather than keep Frank at the helm. Let's
0: talk about the cup semi final. So, that I'm assuming that's your FA Cup final shirt over your shoulder from 2003.
3: Yeah, good spot. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, you know, the FA Cup weekend. I thought we'd uh, we'd get prepped for this. It's a big weekend in the Benali household, but but also in, <laughs> yeah. in Southampton, so we've got to make the most of these situations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: how, how do you look at your semi final with Leicester, Franny?
3: It, a very tough one, really tough one, Mark. It's uh, you know, quite understandably, I think, given the form that Leicester City are in under Brendan Rodgers and how they've improved. Southampton are going to be coming into this semi-final as as the underdogs. And then in some ways, I don't mind that. Um, You know, I would have liked the performance and result against West Bromwich Albion on Monday evening to have been a lot better than what that was. But in some ways, I think that's going to be the real kick up the backside that the players and everyone will need to put in a performance that they will have to if they're going to beat Leicester City on Sunday.
0: Al, if you're in the uh, Leicester dressing room and you're not one of those who went to the party, are you mm. saying to those who did go to the party, you owe us today?
1: Yeah, but I also don't think they should have the opportunity to play. I think Brendan Rodgers has been very, very nice to those lads. I know he didn't play them for the one game, but in Madison uh, and Perez, who have international aspirations, if he says, by the way, there's a lot of people have Sacrificed a lot of things, and, and incidentally, I was told, and I don't know if this is right. Maybe Martin knows this. He actually texted the lads and said, "Right, okay, look, turn it in now. I know you're out. I know you're in the house. You're having a bit of a party. Mm. Turn it in." But apparently, they went on somewhere else afterwards.
2: Yeah, they they uh, wow. it's, it's, it was a wonderful it was a wonderfully planned evening because what they did is after getting the text, uh, and I don't know how Brendan would whether, whether someone told but the the police went to the house. Yeah. But they turned all the lights off and hidden, apparently, um, which was, you know, and the police went away and, oh, right, nothing to see here or whatever. And then some genius ordered about half a dozen minicabs to go to the same address in uh, in Nottingham so that the party could uh, be moved to a, a new location. I mean, it's 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 wonderful stuff, really. I mean... Um,
1: I, I, I almost wish Martin <laughs> had said they turned the light... Out. Turned the lights out and left the music on really loudly, yeah. or something stupid <laughs> like that. No, I mean, that's no. ridiculous. But my point yeah. was going to be, Martin, that I think Brendan, look, Brendan wants to have Iosie Perez in. He wants Chowdhury, not so much Wes, and he wants Madison in the team. Yes, okay. But honestly, I wish Lester had said, look, you've got be launching this. And my, my point being about them having international aspirations, if they sit in the stand for the next six games, neither are getting in any international squad yeah. for the Euros. Neither. And that would have hurt them more, to say to them, look, guys, seriously, there's a month and a half to go. A month and a half. We need a party. No, we don't. Would you, I, just, I that makes me more disappointed. But he, but he, but
0: he, to cut off his nose, to, I, I I think we all accept what you're saying, Al, on a moral level. But to cut off his nose to spite his face, when Leicester have never won the FA Cup and they're trying to get in the Champions League, I mean, we I think we yep. can all understand why he's done it. And what would be interesting if it weren't the FA Cup this weekend and they were playing, I don't know. Let's be honest, without being mm. disrespectful. Let's say we're playing Sheffield United this weekend in the league. He might have left them out again, but he goes FA Cup semi-final. I need, I need, obviously Madison, particularly. I need you.
1: Yeah, I, well, listen. It's it's hard to 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 disagree with the with the with the with the thought process there, Mark. Genuinely, and you're right. Listen, Franny knows this is a great, huge game for Southampton. Yeah. But in the same instance, it's a huge, great game for yeah. Leicester City. Mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sakes, to get to an FA Cup, I never got to an FA Cup final, and it's the only thing when I look back in my career, I think, oh man, that would have been that would have been nice. Yeah. That would have been one to tick the box. I'll never yeah. get the opportunity. And I can't see myself getting the opportunity anymore now. <laughs> the
0: first, Although, the first, first fair, FA <laughs> Cup final,
2: first FA Cup final I can remember watching as a, as a very little kid was Leicester versus Manchester City, and oh, they've never been 19, back there 1969. since. 1969. 1969, and they've never been back there since. No, nah. um, and I weren't born was, in '69. No, I know, I realise it. i, realize oh, this. I, I, I really, was a quick. very, very old man. Oh, oh I was. was listen, you're uh, talking uh, about. Uh, I was. I'm only uh, really kid. Uh, but um. But, you know, and, and they've never been back there since. That's a that's a long experience yeah. of time, you know. Yeah. It's, it's no, no
0: he, here's your boring stat of the day. No one has ever been in the FA Cup final more often without winning it than Leicester City.
2: Than Leicester City, there you
0: right. go. Four yeah, times. Well, right and I, so,
1: you know, that's why. I, yep. Yeah, and again, yeah. to answer your question, in terms of not bite your nose off to spite your face, wouldn't it be a feather in Brendan Rodgers' cap to say, you know, I walked out with my team at FA Cup? So, listen, yeah. yeah. Let's just put our morality to the back then. OK, I'm wrong. Yep. They should be playing. Uh, and all the best to Leicester. But because Branny's no. on, I hope, I hope Southampton turn them over. No, no you're <laughs> right.
0: Al, you're, I think people would say, you're right, they shouldn't be playing. But we understand why they are. Let's finish with social media. For once, fun social media. We've done a lot of social media on this show. This is good fun. Phil Foden, who tweeted, Are you ready, Kylian Mbappe? With a handshake emoji. And Al, the news is apparently Foden has has sacked his social media team. Oh, I don't know, but as Gary Neville says, yeah. just do it yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. do you? Do the lads not have any time to do their own social media tweeting okay. and, and and so? Of course they do. Of course they do. And to have a a, a network of team doing your social media. Why would that be your own views then? You would be speaking to them all the time, giving it. Can we? Can we tweet this? You're like, no, yeah, yeah. no, nah, yeah, nah. just do it yourself. I mean, in all seriousness, most of the lads are not tweeting anything ridiculous anyway. It's more of a kind of social thing. I understand it. I do some tweeting myself. Listen to me at Alan McInally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's just do it yourself. I think yeah, the lads are like just do it yourself. And and by the way, if you do it yourself, you can be as active as you want to be. Or you can bomb it for a couple yeah. of days. Just do it yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, I, I get it anyway, but I mean, yeah, that's just the way life is now. Well, I, I think what happened was I'm
0: after saying. the England game, Martin, a lot of the England players basically did the same tweet. And that's what Gary tweet and that, it was,
2: And it yeah. just looks ridiculous. But you've got other, you know, Jesse Lingard. So Jesse Lingard, a few years ago, uh, tweets <laughs> about it's about FIFA. He's got some invitation to play FIFA against somebody. And and he tweets, you know, you're not ready for me or whatever. But unfortunately, mm. Jesse Lingard, the real Jesse Lingard, was at the memorial service for uh, the Munich Air disaster. Joe Hart congratulates Tottenham on getting knocked out yeah. of the Europa League 3-0 by Dynamo Zagreb. Because because Joe Hart, the pretend Joe Hart, that's, that, that's pretending to be Joe Hart on social media, is obviously not watching the game. No. And someone has said, it's 3-0, the Tottenham game's 3-0. And he's thought they have won. Mm. So he's tweeted, "Oh, congratulations, lads! You know another blinding oh, performance or whatever." They got that It's ridiculous, you know. Do it, and if it means you tweet this and think more because you've got to do it yourself, well, okay, that, that's better. Yeah. I've only, I've only
1: tweeted. I've, to, I've only tweeted today. I'm working with the fantastic friend of Franny Banali
3: and <laughs> Martin <laughs> Samuels Yeah, and Matt Cook. I know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look,
1: yeah, I tell you what, I do up. like Franny. A- I tell you what, I do like Franny. I like, I like Boden tweeting Mbappe. Come on, let's get it on and we hunch it. I quite like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't bad. But,
3: but as we know as well, this, this is an era for players where supporters feel they're almost out of reach and untouchable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, That's okay, we, we spoke about the different scenarios here um, in different ways. But if they are doing it themselves, there is that opportunity to get their personality, get their character out there. Yeah. Um, and, and use it in the right way use it in a positive way we've seen it in so many good ways there is the, the, the downside to it we know but yeah do it yourself and, and, and just be sensible
0: and that's it from Game On we'll be back next week and every week our Spotify, Apple and Google don't forget to sign up to your daily briefing from mailplus.co.uk that's it from me Mark Pugach see you next week for more Game On